0: Hey, staff.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: All right, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you.
0: Can you hear me okay?
1: Uh, yes, that's just fine.
0: Oh, no, you're breaking up a little bit.
1: Uh, can you hear me? Is that all right?
0: Yeah, this is good. I just listened to a podcast where it gets broken up a lot. saying, oh, you're breaking up.
1: Yeah, no, that was a problem. Um, I've been working on it, and hopefully, it's solving. But I, I think at the moment, it's Skype. So, hopefully, we'll be all right.
0: Good, good. Um, so, uh, Rachel is uh, listening in. Um, we're sharing some headphones. I don't can't quite figure out how to loop her in on the mic, but uh, I wow, switch.
1: sharing headphones—that's so romantic.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, well, hi, uh, Rachel. It's, uh, it's nice to meet you.
0: Hi, it's nice to meet you, too. Good. Um, so, I don't know, a little background on um, what's been going on. Um, today, uh, this evening, um, Rachel and I got chat about some of her history that was, uh, I think, a little emotionally draining. Um, I know it was a little emotionally draining. So um, uh, I I don't – Rachel's expressed to me that she's probably not going to participate as much as she was hoping to on this call at least, but she'll listen in. Um, And uh, I guess in general, um, I've been listening to a lot of – podcasts recently. I've been back in the office and not on the road, so I've had a commute that I can listen on, and um, there's certainly been um, a lot of thought and discussion um, between the two of us uh, about our families and our family situations, and um, I guess what we're going to do about it. Um, I have a feeling in the next few months things are going to come to a head with with mine or both of ours um, around holidays, and um, there's this whole drama about um, my mom having, having not met Rachel yet. And, um, so family has been has been <laughs> the topic that's been uh, uh, taking up most of our discussion time recently. So.
1: That's and sort of uh, sorry to interrupt, but just sorry. the the conversation that you guys had tonight. Yes was it uh, we don't have to get into specifics obviously if you don't want to but was it about history or was it about the future
0: it was about history okay
1: right?
0: yeah yeah so um some uh, uh some past relationships that um were uh were pretty terrible and um some new information that uh, shows some new stories uh, that I, I didn't know before uh, that she decided to share with me tonight
1: and are those past relationships with the immediate family or was it more extended
0: uh, it wasn't with family these were uh, uh, romantic relationships
1: oh oh I see I see okay, got it got so it.
0: The family thing's a bit a bit different and not not specifically about tonight
1: okay, got it
0: so um we also uh, we just came back from a little walk, um, and we were just, I w- I was filling Rachel in a bit on on what was going on um, this morning. Uh, you know that sort of engendered this call. Um, we were discussing that a little bit, and and uh, she uh, had some more examples of of where this sort of shows up for me. And um, I have to say it's, uh, um, it's a it's a a block that I, I guess I was blind to, or I didn't quite put together all the pieces, and now I'm realizing how um, sort of pervasive it is for me, and uh, how important it is um, for me to uh, sort of understand it or deal with it. And I, I definitely don't want don't want this to be a part of my life anymore.
1: Sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to crawl back up off the ground with my motivation because you're saying, well, I I guess I'll deal with it and I I'll, I'm gonna you know take it on and it's and, uh, like the black hole, you know, it's like I'm, I'm a little
0: notice. sad. I mean, there was uh, there were situations that came up that uh, the whole the whole situation it's, it's very sad for me and I don't I don't know. Uh, when we were te- when we were chatting this morning, and I know we didn't even get into very much depth, but me just expressing, you know, that I felt left out, and and all of those emotions were very old and very sad to me, and they came on quite quickly and quite strongly. So it's uh, I, I think the the lack of motivation is really i I'm, I'm I think I'm a little scared to uh, sort of dive into this, um, see what's see what's down there. A little bit nervous about that.
1: Well, but of course, uh, I, I, this is going to sound weird, and obviously this is good for Rachel to hear me sounding weird right up front, so she doesn't get surprised later. But um, if you weren't ready for it, you wouldn't have posted what you posted on the board.
0: Can you repeat the question part of that?
1: Well, if you weren't ready for, to like to deal with this, you wouldn't have posted what you posted on the board, right?
0: Oh, we're having, we're having some trouble hearing you.
1: Oh, am I breaking up?
0: It's the headphones. Um,
1: is it that I'm too quiet? I can uh, try moving the mic closer to my mouth if you like.
0: No, you sound, you sound like you're talking through a theremin or something. Yeah, it's a little bit robotic, I think. Uh,
1: is it it's
0: a Skype issue?
1: Um, I don't know. What I can try doing is uh, I'll try calling you back in just a second. I'll try switching directly to the internet and not going through a router. So I'll call you right back.
0: OK, that that that, that works. Hey, Steph.
1: Hey. All right. Let's uh, let's try that again. Hopefully, it'll work out all right.
0: Uh, it's starting off bad, but hopefully, we'll uh, swing back into shape.
1: Okay. Um, I don't have anything else running on the net, so anyway, we'll just. I'm directly connected, not through a router. This is as fast as I can get, so we'll just hope for the best.
0: <sighs> have you Have you explored using other programs? Or is it Do you know if if it's just a Skype-related
1: thing? Uh, I don't know if it's just a Skype-related thing. I haven't uh, looked at using other programs, though. I'm sure I could. Uh, Can you hear me at all? Yep. Okay. So if you weren't ready to deal with this issue, you wouldn't have posted what you posted on the board?
0: Yes. Yeah, no. I, I understand that.
1: Uh, and just because, I mean, I, have this weird laser like ability to <laughs> sort of hone in on what, uh, what may be going on unconsciously for people and it's not an ability you're unfamiliar with. So I'm sure that's why it, uh, it came up for you. Sure.
0: No. And, uh, you know, I am, I am very excited to look into it. I, I, I think it, I think it's a really good thing for me to do, um, while well, we were off uh Rachel reminded me that I told her earlier that I was a bit embarrassed by it um, um, it doesn't fit with the story i I tell of myself you know being you know independent and you know being able to uh, make up my own mind and that that sort of thing you know this constant or this need for approval just it's a little embarrassing
1: right and you said that that had showed up for you with regards to me is that right
0: that's right yeah so um, I've I definitely felt um, just just a, a need to for you to think that I'm 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 doing I'm doing well or I, I'm I'm important to the, to you and to the community and, uh, um, just sort of like this, this need for, for unsolicited feedback, I guess.
1: Right. And just by the by, I thought that your interaction with Manuel was very good. Manuel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry if I forgot the name wrong. The guy from the Dominican Republic that you were talking oh, to oh, about Vic- manipulation.
0: Right, Victor.
1: Victor, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I mean I thought that was I thought that was good. Uh, a yeah, good I'm a good interaction. Kind of,
0: thank you. Um I'm kind of at a uh I, I don't know where to proceed from here. He kinda The ball's in my court, I feel, and on the post. He his his was the last repost so um I'm a little at a standstill but
1: well but you know what to do into, if you wanted to RTR with him you know what to do right Right, right. which yeah. is to say what
0: I, uh, I don't really want to respond
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm at a standstill I don't know right? yeah, yeah. So. okay so you feel that um, uh, that uh, you want uh, positive feedback from, from me or maybe from others on your participation in the conversation is that right
0: Sure. When when related to uh, to FDR, yes.
1: And you didn't feel this when in sort of phase one of your involvement with uh, the philosophy. Is that right?
0: Um, I I I think I did at the beginning, but it was it was just such a sh- small group. Um, I feel like um, I, I, I definitely remember that coming up. As the conversation started to go into the um, free will determinism um, uh, sort of meta combo meta conversation, um, which I didn't feel as involved as involved in and um, didn't interest me as much, uh, I definitely felt this coming up then.
1: No, no, you were holding out for the conversations about nihilism. Right because those are really productive, right
0: <laughs> yeah i uh I heard a a podcast that you did it, was, it must have been at the end of all of that about just you know don't bother, skip to the childhood um, <laughs> you just end up going in circles, so I had a feeling there was a lot of history that went into uh into that sort of uh, advice right, right yeah, but um. Yeah, so that was, yeah, I, I felt it during phase one, I guess. Um, we're calling it phase one. Um, and uh, I've been thinking about it um, today since we chatted. Um, uh, immediately I thought of um, my experience with uh, work with the last year and a half of being with this company. Um, Feeling very sad um, when I felt um, I wasn't getting or I wasn't I was underappreciated for the work that I was doing and I remember saying underappreciated and uh, it would get to a point where I wouldn't want to go to work I would um, on a couple occasions uh, uh, I cried um, with Rachel before having to go on a business trip um, came up a few times very strongly uh, in that sort of sense. Right. And, um... with, uh... my relationship with Rachel, it's come up a few times. Um... uh, We just chatted about this before the call. Um... This past winter, uh... we would go out, um... sort of into Rachel's environment, um where she knew people and um, she would she'd be very social with them and I would feel left out even though I would have friends there and I uh, became quite emotional the next day um, you know that that um, again that I wasn't getting the sort of attention you know that I, that I felt um, I needed the night before
1: now you're leading me on a fantastic goose chase here, right? I don't know if you're aware of that or not.
0: I'm not. I, I felt like these were all sort of related to the same to the same issue. I, d- I didn't want to bring up more than you know.
1: <laughs> more than
0: we can handle all at once. I just, I, I guess it was it was just to illustrate that this is not a. I, I realize that this is not you know necessarily restricted to one area of my life
1: well no it's just that um you said to me that uh, about the nihilism conversation or sorry about the free will conversation um forget the symptoms of the present go to the causes of the in the childhood right that's right and then you started talking to me about work and rachel (laughs) right right. so (laughs) why don't we lift the veil and (laughs) follow your advice right yes which is of course where I was
0: going next <laughs> right, uh, right. <laughs> um so as a kid um the only thing that comes well okay the the first things that that came to mind were around um lessons um as far as music um art uh that sort of thing uh I was very very active kid. I was enrolled always in tons of extracurricular, be those sports or sports before high school. Um, Lots of art things, lots of art classes, lots of private music lessons, voice lessons, things like that. Um, And that is... There's a connection there for me, but I'm just not feeling emotionally connected to any sort of approval seeking out of that, but it was the first thing that came to mind.
1: Okay. Um your um I mean do, do you, what is your relationship with your parents approval? That's
0: that's another foggy territory for me at the moment um because I um I don't want to be affected by their approval or disapproval but i think i think i still am
1: yeah that's like saying you don't want to be affected by their sperm and their egg right i mean <laughs> it just is what it is right that's right and in fact your resistance and first of all i got to tell you not not just because you're looking for positive feedback but i think that the the honesty and the vulnerability that you're bringing to bear on on this topic with me is hugely admirable i mean Lord, if, 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 uh, the peop- if most of the people that I talk to had this level of, of honesty, uh, well, my podcast would be very short, which is, you know, <laughs> which is good. Or, or they'd be much more productive in the same time frame. So uh, I, I really appreciate that. And you certainly uh, have done some amazing stuff with that. But why don't you want to be um, vulnerable to your parents' disapproval?
0: Uh, you cut out at the end. I assume that you asked why I don't want to be um – Affected by my parents' approval or disapproval?
1: Yeah, I said vulnerable too, but it's the same same deal. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Um, I I guess I don't know what that looks like. So I don't know what I don't. It's hard for me to.
1: All right. Enough storytelling. Um, okay. Let me let me ask you another way. Thank you. If you say I am vulnerable to my parents' disapproval, what is the feeling that arises in you? Uh, it's
0: very sad.
1: <laughs> okay. And uh, yes. what is uh, what is the sadness?
0: <sighs> what am I sad?
1: So okay, since you, say, since, since you said that this is foggy, I'll give you a few uh, uh, energetic shoves and, and we can see if we end up with anything, uh, anything productive. It's like um, screech to a heart. Yeah, no, no. The, the, look, I mean, we all have this retarded area within our brains, which is you know, where propaganda meets forbidding meets emotional needs, right? Right. But what I'm going to theorize... Uh, and you can just tell me if I'm just full of nonsense or whatever. But what I'm going to theorize, Ned, is that you're pa- I think that you were born uh, as somebody um, – uh, as we all are, and right? As somebody who wants approval from 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 your parents, right? Now, if you simply could not get approval from your parents, then most times what people do is they kind of give up. Okay, You know, like, I'm, I'm not going to get approval from these people. That is going to mean anything to me. So I'm just going to give up. Now, there are other more sophisticated parents, though, who consciously or unconsciously recognize in the children the desire for approval, the need for approval. And they play their children like a fish. Right? They use approval and disapproval to... To, um, to drive their children in particular directions, if that makes any sense.
0: That makes a lot of sense.
1: So it's like the kibbles and sticks philosophy of parenting, right? Yeah. And so for you, your desire for approval, I would guess, was actually used to control you. And that is why you feel humiliated by that desire okay um
0: that 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 seems to fit um i'm
1: well sir, so there's a couple of ways to tell okay. do you remember getting approval from your parents in any form
0: sure, I mean yeah, yes I do I. it's all it's all coming up around school um, I went to a uh, all boys Jesuit uh, high school that I had to take standardized tests for and apply for um, that was approved. The, how well I did in that. Um, I mean, that was coming right off of homeschooling, so I mean, that would. I'm sure there was some pressure there that they did a good job or whatnot.
1: Okay, and what about the homeschooling?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a problem area. um Honestly, I, the homeschooling thing is a huge fog to me. I I remember a lot of fighting during it. Um I know that during it um is when I became really religious.
1: Um I'm sorry, let me just understand what you mean. Fighting with was it your mom or your dad or both who were homeschooling you? My mom was the was the main
0: Main teacher, my dad started to um, fall out of my life at about that point not not physically he was still always around, but I you know i've just never had really a connection with him since high school or before
1: so okay, and with your mom, uh, what were you fighting about when she was teaching you
0: um the the major the one that got me upset the most was they there was the threat that they were gonna send me to public middle school and that the public middle school in town was terrible. I knew some of the kids there from soccer and they used to really kinda torment me. Um,
1: so that was terrifying to me and that was always the threat. Um, now sorry, that's, that's I'm sorry to keep interrupting, that's the threat, but what was the fight about?
0: The fight was you're not you're not doing your work, so we're going to have to send you to that middle school.
1: And why did your mother believe that you weren't I mean let's say you weren't doing your work What was your mother's theory as to why you weren't doing your work? <laughs>
0: I I don't know. I uh yes. Sir. <laughs> Sorry. But you didn't I know. Can I just say I know instead of I don't know and just not not say what it is?
1: Absolutely. You can do whatever you like. <laughs> um
0: Why did she think I wasn't doing my work? Well, I mean, can we can we say that I, I wasn't doing my work?
1: Yeah, let's say that you weren't doing your work. Uh, That's fine, right? We can go with that as a theory because we're trying to figure out why your mom thought you weren't doing your work. So
0: she... So every year she had to give the town, the public schools, a curriculum of what I was going to cover this year and they would approve it and say that she could homeschool me for that year. Those curriculums were um, huge. Um,
1: I don't and sorry, I just so I clarify, how old were you when you made the transition to the Jesuit school?
0: Uh, I was it was freshman year of high school. I don't. Do you know what age is that? Is fourteen to eighteen is high school?
1: So I. Was so you were homeschooled up to fourteen. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, and the no, whole I thing is a fuck. No, 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 okay, no, sorry. No, I went to um, a Waldorf elementary school up until uh, the end of the third grade when I was pulled out um, and I started uh, the homeschooling for fourth um, through eighth, but I did it in three years. Um, I had had done a double year of kindergarten, so I ended up going to high school At the time, I should have, um, but I made up a year during the homeschooling years.
1: Okay, sorry, I'm I'm I don't know the map. I lost the map. Okay, so you're homeschooling at the beginning, and then you went to, and then you went to a public school. So from
0: from five years old kindergarten up until um, uh, end of third grade, which is do you know what ages those are? Nine years. I was eight or nine. I was, I was going to a private, um, a private school. Okay. Then from nine to 14, uh, I was homeschooled. And then from 14 to 18, I was with the Jesuits. And then 18 to 22, I was, um, at private university.
1: Yeah. Okay. And, um, why were you pulled out of your private school?
0: Uh, my teacher was at least um, verbally abusive towards me and possibly physically.
1: Possibly physically?
0: I don't remember, but I remember being told that he was physically, that he hit me.
1: Wow, okay. And um, why were you taken to homeschool rather than to another private school?
0: Um, I was the the story was i um i i was quite precocious and um was already um working ahead of ahead of my my classmates and my mother has a teaching background and a essentially child psychology background and thought that she could do a better job um at challenging me than a um, private school could.
1: And did you have a preference yourself as to whether you wanted to be taught by your mother or to go to another school?
0: Uh, I, at the time, I did want to be homeschooled. Um, I, was, I didn't enjoy school by the, by the time I was being pulled out and homeschooling seemed like, like a really good idea.
1: And did you not enjoy school because of the content or because of the abuse?
0: Um, I think because of the abuse i was uh I was quite a different person, so at this at the private school I was at I had the same teacher first and second grade, and then um, third is when it changed to that man, and that's when I started uh uh, sort of mentally dropping out.
1: And was the um, was the assault or, or the attack or, or the um, the verbal abuse? Well, the verbal abuse obviously is not part of the school policy. Did the school policy allow for um, the hitting of students?
0: Uh, uh, you cut out a little. I'm assuming you said that you asked if the school policy allowed for um, uh, corporal punishment. Right. Uh, no.
1: So, um, were charges brought against this uh, this teacher? No. Why not?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: Why do you think uh, it was not? It did not happen.
0: I don't think there was any proof. I don't think it was witnessed by anybody, and I, I, I just don't think it. I, I know they. I know that. There, there was, a, there was a, quite, a, quite a few kids who were pulled out of my, of my class that year. Um, and uh, the school – I, I think some of the parents tried to pursue it with the school administrators. And, uh, but as far as I know, he continued to work there after that.
1: Right. Okay. And so what did you fight with your mom about when you were being homeschooled from 9 to 14? But she, you said that she didn't think you were doing your work or didn't want to do your work.
0: Um. Yeah, that um, I wasn't. I wasn't doing my work, and that they would have to send me to public school, and that I really didn't want to go because um, I thought the kids were going to beat me up.
1: And when you, sorry to just jump back to the um, the uh, private school how long did the verbal abuse go on for and did you talk to your parents about it and how long was it before you got pulled?
0: Um, I think it all happened very quickly. I think it was within... Um, I think it started a couple weeks and then maybe a week and then that doesn't make sense. But I know I the the time that I remember really being yelled at and just sobbing and feeling miserable. I I never went back after that.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. And did your mother or did your parents talk to you about the after effects of this, you know, pretty frightening uh, series of episodes with your teacher?
0: I believe they did. They also brought me to um, the... Uh, pastor of our church and I spoke with him on two occasions about it and also brought me to sort of this I don't know new agey sort of art therapy kind of I don't know mystical thing um, where was, I think that was supposed to be therapy as well
1: from but it. and and your, your mom and dad did talk to you about this right yes okay so when your mother Ned threatened to send you to public school. She was actually threatening to send you, in a way, back into the same situation that they'd pulled you out of for being abusive insofar as you felt afraid of, of emotional abuse or physical assault, right?
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That, that's, I think, what it felt like, yeah.
1: You, sorry, you think that's what it felt like?
0: Well... I mean, it, w- it was really, I remember just being terrified of it, of going to that school.
1: Right. Okay. So, I mean, you were, you were basically being bullied, right? Yeah. I think that's clear. By your mom and threatened with um, having other people act out verbal or physical abuse, right?
0: cer yeah I mean there certainly was it was like that was the only option i th- I think the other options were taken off the table, and it was either you do your work or we send you to this place where
1: you know sorry, could you tell me what you mean by the other options
0: I don't know i i I don't remember entirely, but I think there was i don't I don't know for sure.
1: If you were, sorry, if you were to talk to your mother and say to her now, if you were to talk to her and say, Mom, you were an educator and you studied some child psychology, where is the theory that says that the good, a good way to motivate children and to make them enthusiastic about learning is to threaten them with physical or verbal assault? Because she's educated, right? She she she's not she's, she's not like educated. she's not out of the Ozarks, right? I mean, she's not straight off the boat, right?
0: No, she has a very uh, a shockingly large amount of education.
1: Okay, so uh, just like the option, the option is to not threaten your child with physical and verbal abuse, right? Then that, that's an option for an educated woman who understands child psychology, right? Yes. So, help me understand that
0: i i I talked to her about the abuse from the elementary school, and her answer was i asked her i asked her why they didn't send me to a psychologist after that, and she said that they'd you know, they'd done the priest thing and the New Agey thing, and that was that was enough. And I asked about.
1: So she, sorry, she said that was enough.
0: She, yeah, I mean, she she said that the, she felt that that was that was an appropriate amount. Um, do,
1: do, do you under, do you understand why that's a non-answer?
0: Because it's it's not, I, she, she should have some sort of reason why it was enough?
1: No, Ned, no. Because it's not her decision when it's enough for you. It's like me having a dinner with my wife and I, I'm full and I take away her food saying, hey, it's enough.
0: I remember asking her about the arguments that we – or the fights that we had about the public school, and I don't I, – I don't remember what what her response to that was, which would be very valuable right now.
1: But for sure, she would – there would be no theory that says you should threaten your child with physical and emotional abuse in order to motivate them to, to enjoy learning, right? Yes. In fact, all of her education would be specifically counter to that, right? Yes. So she's got a kind of angry will here, at least extrapolating from what you've told me about the past, right? So from 9 to 14 when you were homeschooled, she had things which she had to teach you according to the curriculum that she submitted, right?
0: That's right, yeah.
1: And what were the consequences if you didn't learn those things?
0: I mean, there wasn't really. I mean, there's the, the, the big part at the end of it was I had to pass a standardized test and go to private
1: high school. So why was it such an absolute that she had to threaten you with basically being sent to what you, I'm sure, at the time perceived as prison, right? Yes, absolutely. To, to threaten a child with prison because, like, what was so dire that that, that had to be – that was the only thing on the table? Do this or go to prison.
0: I can't think of it. I mean, there's nothing that would warrant that, certainly, but I can't think of what in her mind. I mean.
1: Okay, let me ask you.
0: I'm having a hard time just accepting that she was bullying me just to bully me.
1: Oh, look, I don't think, I'm, I'm not saying that she was bullying you just to bully you. That's not where I'm coming from. Sure. I mean, that's, yeah, I don't. I'm just saying there was no external reason for it. And all of her education told her that that was the exact wrong thing to do. It's the exact wrong thing to do, yeah. Right, right. I mean, you'd have to go back to a 19th century German textbook under Bismarck, to find this theory of childhood motivation, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Now, just to take a silly example, but just, just so you understand it, if you talk to your mom and you ask her these questions and she's hesitant or evasive, are you permitted to say to her, if you don't give me an answer, a friend of mine's going to come over and beat you up? right I mean that would be a shocking thing to say to your mother right yeah he's going to come over and he's going to punch you in the face and he's going to grind your face into the dirt
0: yeah that's pretty terrible
1: but this was her approach to you if you don't do what I say if you don't answer my questions if you don't learn I'm going to send you to public school where you're going to get beaten up and attacked right Yes. Now, you're not emotion. You, this doesn't connect with you at all emotionally, right?
0: I just, this whole time, just kind of felt this sort of sadness and knot in my throat.
1: Uh, there's a scratching noise. It's coming from your side. I'm not sure what I'm, that is.
0: I'm sorry. I think the
1: uh, cord's hitting the mic there. All right. Um. Because what I'm feeling is a kind of outrage... And I think that that's because you're not feeling it
2: <laughs>
1: yes um, i just i guess
0: i it's unbelievable to me what is i don't underst- i don't understand I know it happened, and i know not the consequence but what it what it means. I I don't I don't understand the why. I don't. I
1: it's, it's. Look, I mean I'll I'll step you through it so you at least you can get the why cuz I know that that's torturing you so we'll we'll take a shot. Is that is that okay? Yes. Okay. Here's the why, Ned. The why is that If I am an educator and I am failing to educate someone, I have two choices, right? I can blame myself, or to be more accurate, I can take responsibility for my failures as an educator, or I can just blow up at my customer. Yes. Right.
2: That's,
1: yeah. And clearly, your mom was not so much with the column A, right? Right. Because you know, like- a sensitive, sorry, a sensitive and intelligent teacher. Your mom is certainly intelligent, certainly well educated. Will say, "Tell me what's missing that you don't want to study this stuff."
0: Right, I yeah I mean, my, my input was never or it wasn't solicited as much in the making of the curriculums but I mean, like, if I had a direction that particularly interested me or that I was going in she, I mean, for example I think we spent, like, half a year or something studying ancient history when it was only supposed to be, you know a little little bit of time, you know
1: Right, like and it was, was it, it wasn't I've, something that was particularly interesting to you, is that right?
0: No, that was fascinating to me, and we took oh, it time was okay. Time on it, yeah. Spent hours at the at the museum and just kind of dove into it where I wanted to. So okay, I, I feel Sorry. like my like my opinion was solicited to an extent, and also that the story that I I don't know I'm having trouble. Because that doesn't go with
1: with the fights. Well, look, I mean, everyone gets along when you all agree, right? Right. So if your mom wants to go to the museum and you want to go to the museum, it's pretty hard to have a bad time, right? Right. The challenge in relationships is where you disagree, Right. 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 And if she was willing to go – look, I mean, without wanting to pump up the empathy side of you, it's a pretty desperate place for a parent to go to say, do this or you're going to get beaten up. I mean, that is a confession of a complete failure as a parent, right? Yeah, I can see that. No parent sits there and says, boy, I can't wait to start shaking my fist in this kid's face, right? Right. It is a kind of absolutely desperate, horrible place to be as a parent, right? Right. Yes. In the same way that that threatening to hit your wife or your husband is a desperate failure on the part of any spouse, right? I mean, you're fucked at that point, right? I mean, you've got nothing left, right? You're just completely hysterical. You are... Uh, uh, completely at a loss, you're completely out of solutions, and you are unable to manage, right, violence arises out of tension, right, and and the tension is, I must do it, I can't do it, right, I have to do it, and I can't do it, and if I don't do it, I'm going to get horribly punished, but I can't do it, and I, I have to avoid the punishment, but I can't, avoid the punishment and that tension that impossible situation makes people crazy
0: I have to but I can't
1: right so you had to learn stuff but she can't force you to learn it right right and you sense that she wants you to learn it because of her not because of you right right yeah. And so you resist, right? Yes. Because nobody likes being a puppet for other people's neuroses, right?
0: Yeah. There was a um, a call-in show that I listened to where there was a female caller who was talking about um, how anytime somebody wants her to do something, she resists. Um, do you remember that
1: one? Yeah, everybody does.
0: Yeah, that was that was important for me. I, I feel like I have a I
1: do that a lot. Right, right, right. And so when you want someone to do something, and you want your child to learn, and you feel that it's not a choice. he has to learn X, y, or Z, right? Yes. And your child senses that it's your anxiety that is driving that, right? Yes. And your child then resists, right? Yes. He has to learn it or the world will end. He is refusing to learn it, and the more I want him to learn it, the more he refuses to learn it, right? Yes. That escalation of dominance and resistance is only broken by one of two things. Either you give up the absolute, or you aggress. Not you, your mom. Right. Does that that make any sense?
2: Yes, it does.
1: Your mother clearly was not able to give up the absolute, right? Right. Because when you give up the absolute, like... The absolute isn't you have to learn it. Maybe you did have to learn stuff to get into high school. I'm sure you did, right? Otherwise, you'd be put back in grade 8 and it'd be pretty embarrassing. You'd be too big for the chairs, right? (laughs) So you did kind of have to learn stuff. But for your mother, the absolute was I have to be a good teacher. I am a good teacher. And if little Ned isn't learning – it can't be because I'm a bad teacher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that makes sense. I Yeah. No, that that's right.
1: And what would have happened to your mom if she'd have taken that deep breath that God knows we wish all parents would. If she'd taken that deep breath and said, things are kind of getting crazy here, right? I am obsessed and in a ridiculous battle with my nine-year-old kid. I've lost perspective. Clearly... I have problems taking theory and applying it to practice. I have emotional barriers, I have emotional immaturities to the application of wisdom, the wisdom that I have studied, the knowledge that I have studied, to a real-world scenario, right? I'm not living my values, and I've turned into someone I don't want to be, right? Where I'm shaking my fist at my kid and threatening him with dire consequences, right?
0: I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. The the shaking the fist I got, what was the
1: Well, point? shaking your fist at your kid and threatening him with dire consequences, right? So if she had humbled herself and admitted her lack of competence, her lack of maturity, and her lack of knowledge... In this area. What would have happened to her life as a whole? I mean, actually, or in her, in her, in her mind? Well, um, let's go with actually, because I bet you what was in her mind was probably pretty close to accurate.
0: Well... I think I think these arguments were coming up around I mean at the beginning I think it was fine cuz we were just kind of learning like casually and what we wanted to learn and things and then when it started studying for that test to get into school there was that have to and I just remember the threats of the middle school were kind of outrageous because it was like Half a year or something that I would have to go there, you know. It was just kind of didn't make sense to me, anyways. Um, so I don't, I don't actually know what the. I mean, if she m- admitted that she was failing at this, I mean, I, I don't know. That she
1: was a bad parent. <laughs> okay, let's throw dots like, and see what we hit. <laughs> uh,
0: I feel so stupid about this.
1: No, no, don't. I mean, well, you can if you want, but it's not. I mean, you've heard everyone else where you're shouting the answer at them, right? Yes. Right. And it's totally clear, right? Now it's my turn. Now it's your turn, right? In the foggy spotlight, right? (laughs) Okay. The issue is your dad. How the
0: fuck did... I've lost
1: you. Sorry. Are you there? Um yeah okay. can you try again how the fuck did your dad let it come to this yeah that's a really, really good question I mean, if I come home and my wife is yelling at her child, threatening him with being sent where he's going to get beaten up, I mean, oh my God, right
0: yeah the other i mean the other the other part of this is i mean this is. This was the level of, of verbal fights that they had between each other. I mean, I just remember growing up and every now and then it would just explode to these, you know, four or five hour yelling and arguing things. I mean, it felt very similar to that. Like right. now I was involved in the same kind of yelling that my parents had been involved in.
1: Now you were having inflicted upon you the same kind of yelling. Yes. Right? You didn't get involved in it, like, you know. Sorry, yes. got involved no, in funny. drugs, right?
0: <laughs> I picked it up one day and uh, right, it suited me. No, yeah, no, that's right. It was inflicted upon me.
1: Okay, so your mother was verbally abusive to your father and your father was verbally abusive to your mother, right? That's correct. So, uh, now, w- when they were verbally abusive, did they treat each other with contempt? You like name-calling? Yeah, name calling, denigration, and so on. Uh, I I, I believe so. Yes. Ah, oh, come on! Yeah. You were there. Don't don't give me uh, this. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I think I think there was name calling.
1: You think there was name calling? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to budge from that one. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to make things up, right? But this went on for well, years. Well, that's right? what I'm trying. I'm not. I'm trying to not make things up too. You know. I, uh, okay, if it goes on for five hours, yeah, it's not good, right? I mean, there's th- yeah. probably nothing that didn't happen, right? Yes. I, yeah, there was name, Colin. So, if your mother had said to herself, I should not verbally abuse my child or threaten him with, with these terrible consequences... Because verbal abuse is bad, right? What happens to her marriage?
0: Well, she would have to apply that logically to the verbal abuse that was. that. that. you know, the verbal abuse between her and my dad. And what happens
1: to the marriage if she does that?
0: It, everybody stops yelling and things
1: are great and we all
0: eat ice cream cones.
1: Don't make me come over there. <laughs> um,
0: they would. marriage would be over.
1: The marriage would be over. And she, was she in touch with her own parents at this point? Were they alive?
2: Yes. yes.
1: Okay, so if uh, obviously she she got this from her family, right? Nobody just wakes up one day and decides to start screaming epithets at people, right? That's right. So she would also um, have to confront her her own parents, right?
0: Yeah, there's some great history there that I'm sure will be her Mom and dad are separated, and there was a screaming match between her dad and her, and they no longer talk, and her dad's living with a mistress, and it's a mess. Right, so it's
1: horrible, chaotic, messy shit, right?
0: Yeah, and apparently that, that was going on for most of her life.
1: The mistress thing? Or the screaming? Um, thing?
0: The whole thing. Right. Uh, just the dysfunction.
1: Right. Okay. So, um, she would have separated from your dad. She would have separated from her family. Was she? What was her career, or does she have one? I can't recall.
0: She. Um, she was a stay-at-home mom with me before me. She um, was a speech therapist, um, which got into the realm of child psychology. As well, she's a trained speech therapist, um, but had to deal with cases that were extreme abuse and things
1: like that. And what was the point of her education? Was it a hobby? I mean, you say she's very well educated. She stayed at home. I mean, nothing wrong with staying at home. I just don't quite understand the point of the.
0: She she has a real lot of degrees. She I I've asked her many times to explain to me what her education was, and she. I've yet to get an answer from her, but I know she has a whole lot of degrees and a whole lot of honorary degrees and um, just
1: a ton. I'm sorry, honorary degrees? Yeah. For what? For... I mean, Nelson Mandela, I can understand. I I don't get this connection.
0: I I, I have no idea, honestly. I know she has at least one, though.
1: Okay, at least one. So, okay. You said uh, a bunch of honorary degrees.
0: Well, okay. I'm sorry. At least one honorary degree, and she has um, at least two undergraduate and two graduate that I know of.
1: And why does she have these degrees? I what don't. do they for? No, I don't mean practically. Sorry, I know. I'm just switching the question. But okay. but why does she have them emotionally?
0: Um. Mean
1: to I mean does she use them? Do people know that she has these degrees? Is she like Fraser? Nobody knows. Nobody, that she knows. Does. nobody yeah. knows. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well that may be too murky a question to, to uh to ask. Yeah, I mean she was
0: in the hospital a lot during those years and on on crutches a lot, and I think there's a lot of psychology going on there.
1: Okay. Okay, so it would have been a disaster for her as she would have perceived it, and a genuine one in terms of her life, for her to confront herself on verbal abuse, right?
0: Yes. Um, Because of her marriage.
1: And her family.
0: Well, I mean, she wasn't speaking to her dad and her mom. I mean, her mom's an alcoholic who is, you know, sort of in and out of... I mean, she's still in contact with her, yes.
1: But... Yeah and when so you I were a, we would, sorry I guess we're talking 20 years ago was that the case then as well?
0: She's yeah she's always been an
1: alcoholic. No sorry what I mean is um you you said that I mean 20 years ago was your mother in touch with her parents. Yes. Right because we're talking about the decisions that she made when you were 7 right?
0: Right. Um I I think my grandfather left the picture around in that in those years it was it was somewhere around there
1: but she was still in touch with her mom right
0: yes yes she's still in touch with her mom now
1: and um uh, as we know from this process where you confront yourself and you authenticate or you become authentic or you strive to that it has massive ripple effects on all your relationships right
2: right yes
1: So it would have been her husband, her mom, any remnant of hope with her dad, uh, her friends. I mean, it would have been the whole thing, right? That's right, yeah. I mean, this is a – you light a match and the whole fucking forest goes up, right?
0: Right. Right.
1: So that's what's on the other side of not bullying you.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is not at all, of course, designed to give you sympathy. I mean, it's not designed to do anything other than to just sort of point out the stakes that she was playing with, right? Right. She doesn't have any tools other than bullying, And you have to learn this stuff, right? So this is how, in the lack of self-knowledge, in the lack of self-reflection, and the lack of applying her education, this terrible situation arises. I have to wake the baby up, and all I have is an air horn. (laughs) Yes,
0: yeah, I see. Yeah.
1: And there's a grinding repetition to this kind of interaction. It's the same fucking day, over and over, right? Um, When you have these kinds of conflicts. For her? Well, for both of you, really.
0: Yeah, it was. It, It became very monotonous.
1: And your dad, of course, couldn't intervene because he'd lost his credibility by himself being verbally abusive.
0: Yeah yeah he did I remember uh, listening to their I would listen to the whole fight and uh, I would become enraged and uh, I would every time take my mom's side why I felt my dad was being irrational uh, I would talk to my mom after the fights and she would talk to me after the fights and I never talked to my dad after the fights
1: oh so she used you certainly looks that way. Um, I'm not looking at anything. I'm just going (laughs) by what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, yes. She used me. And you're still doing it now, right? I don't know if you're aware of that.
0: I'm still defending her. Yes. Yes, I am. I absolutely am. And why? She terrifies me.
1: I understand that, but... The antidote to terror is anger, right? Not compliance. Yes. Yes. And why does she terrify you now? Uh,
0: I don't. I don't know. I know she
1: shouldn't. I mean, she. I, I don't think she shouldn't. I think. I mean, as I've always said, we're always terrified of her parents.
0: But I mean like I don't know I do things like I missed her birthday And she got angry at me So then I sent her a, Like a large birthday Larger than I should have sent her And then she was okay I mean it's just like I'm just scared to, to stand up and be like No That's why I think but i don't understand why i can't just be like well she doesn't she doesn't have control over me anymore i'm, I'm living my own life you know it's i don't have the, i don't have much in common with her i mean it's not even i just don't i don't i don't like still being controlled by her
1: you don't like still being controlled by her
0: I don't like being scared of her.
1: Well, but but you reject the feelings of fear, right? I mean, as far as I understand it, you try to minimize or push them away, right?
0: Well, I know I'm... I know I'm... I know I'm managing them.
1: I don't... I mean, what if you were to just feel the fear of of her? Feel the fear. the the truth The truth about what you're experiencing of her now.
0: Then I would. I would just feel those emotions, I guess. I mean. Well, but
1: but then what? Right? What would happen then?
0: Then I would have. Then I would just. Ugh. What am I doing? I mean, I would, I would have to.
1: Does Rachel ever find you emotionally unavailable?
0: Rachel, do you ever find me emotionally unavailable? Have I in the past? Did you hear that at all, Steph?
1: No, I'm sorry, I didn't.
0: She said towards the beginning, but not as much lately.
1: And um, um, if if she can talk to me, that would be great. If you could, I just want to ask time. her what. Yeah. yeah I, Oh, hi. Sorry to jump in. Hi. I know you weren't that keen on talking and you you don't have to, but I'm just curious because I can't see. Um, what, what's um, what's your experience of Ned? Have you been hearing both sides of the convo? Is that right? Yeah, I have. And what's your experience of being in the room with Ned while he's talking about this stuff? Um,
3: well, it's very um, layered. It's very intricate, so right now it's frustrating for me that I think he didn't want to admit that he still defends his mom and I don't think he defends her totally out of fear but I don't, that's something I would want him to explore more.
1: Right, because he, he jumps into laughter about stuff a little bit Uh, This is not a criticism, right? This is just sort of my... I'm just trying to sort of figure out where he's at, right? There's lots of pauses, and I know that he's very analytical, right? So he thinks through stuff, Um, but... Or or he says, you know, yes, I defend her, right? As if if it doesn't um, have implications, if that makes sense?
3: Right, no, totally, yeah. I don't think he's letting it sink in or realize that he actually does defend her.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I just, I just wanted to know, because, I mean, you obviously know him a lot better than I do, and I just wanted to sort of get your, uh, your impressions, because I've been sort of trying to, to, to go around from different sides trying the house, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to see which doors are open. Right. And I can't find a door that's open, so to speak, if that makes sense. And I was just wondering if you had that experience either tonight or at other times when talking with Ned about these uh these issues
3: i'm sorry could you repeat the question you were cutting out
1: oh sorry uh i just feel like i'm sort of going around a house and trying to find doors that open right. and i'm not finding doors that open or or if they open they open to another door <laughs> right, that's mm-hmm. locked, or, exactly. or, or a wall is that your experience when talking with Ned about these kinds of issues or is it uh, different
3: um somewhat I think that there are some blocks there, like I said, with the, um, defending her thing. I think there's definitely a block there. Um, and one thing that we've talked about is that, uh, Ned has problems of vulnerability. So, like, if he's feeling vulnerable, he'll make a joke or something right afterwards. So, like, if we're being romantic and you know, having a moment and he says something really sweet, he'll have to say something funny right afterwards to sort of cancel it out. Right. So I think there's, there's there's blocks up with his mom around all of these issues. And then I don't know how related the fear of vulnerability thing is, but I know that it's there.
1: And uh, sorry, if you, if you could just move your bike a little bit away. It's uh, kind of breathy. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> were, were you around uh, And I'm sorry Just do do pass Ned my apologies uh, Just because I, I don't want to talk about him Like he's not here So I really do apologize <laughs> But um, were you around when Ned Forgot his mom's birthday And then sent her this big gift afterwards
3: Was I around?
1: Yeah, I mean you were involved in that decision or that process
3: I wasn't involved in the decision I didn't even know that he'd sent her a gift Until like probably a month later
1: So you didn't know that he'd forgotten about the gift? You didn't know that his mom had gotten angry at him and you didn't know that he'd sent her another gift?
3: I knew that she got angry. He shared that with me and that, um, you know, he sort of thought she was sort of being a diva and making a big deal out of it. But um, he didn't tell me right away that he was going to send her a large gift to make up for it or anything like that.
1: And so uh, your understanding was that he was not going to send her a gift because he thought she was being a diva
3: Uh, yeah pretty much
1: and then how did it come out that uh, you found out that he had sent her a gift
3: Uh, I think the next time he got worked up about her or angry he just mentioned like and I spent all this money on this gift for her you know for really no reason
1: that must have been a bit of a surprise for you right
3: really, I mean, it didn't really surprise me because I knew that when uh, he brought up that she was angry, I could tell that he was really stressed about it and anxious, so uh, I was a bit surprised, but when I thought about it, you know, it made sense.
1: Right. It seems, I mean, you guys live together, is that right? Yeah, we do. It seems a bit secretive, and this is without any negative judgment or anything like that, but it seems a little bit secretive. It seems a little bit I, whenever Ned's around his mom brain or his mom image or whatever, he seems to me very isolated. Do you know what I mean? Like he kind of yeah. goes into a cave and he, with his mom and he makes decisions and then he like will bring you the results, so to speak, right? Yeah. Does, that, does that, is that your experience at all? Does that make any sense?
3: Yeah, it makes total sense.
1: And it's that solitary aspect of his relationship with his mom that I guess concerns me, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, recently. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. You're not allowed to talk. No, I'm just kidding. Go on. (laughs) Sorry, just kidding. Go on. Um, We're talking about you. It doesn't help if (laughs) you. I've
0: been thinking a lot about. um, uh, We had gone down together um, to Rachel's parents, and I I got to see her interact with with her parents for a weekend, and uh, it was quite helpful for. Her for me to be that witness to her childhood and uh I've been thinking a lot recently about how much that would mean to me um, cuz I just kind of feel like unsure um like I need I need somebody to share this with
1: I'm so, I'm so sorry for not remembering this dad you don't have siblings right No I don't right That's why your mom doesn't want to meet Rachel right Well she's very anxious about it well, yeah, which means that she doesn't want to do it, right?
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. But
1: that was a great defense there. One last one for the call. Right? <laughs> oh, Well done. You're a fucking ninja, I'm telling you. <laughs> you like catch cannonballs between your teeth. It's amazing.
0: No, she doesn't want to meet Rachel.
1: Yeah, she, she doesn't want to witness, right? No. Because the homeschooling with no siblings, there's no witness, right?
0: There isn't.
1: And what you said to me that you actually had some what I thought a little more emotional content was when you said there was no witness to the abuse with my teacher, right?
0: Right. There wasn't.
1: And there was no abuse. Sorry, there was no witness to the abuse that, that your mom, right?
0: No. Not at all.
1: I mean, when Christina and when my wife's relationship with her parents began to unravel, it was when I came over. Because from the outside, you see, right? And you say, well, I didn't quite understand how that happened or, or what was up with that? That seemed like – or your mom got really tense about this. What, why was that, right? Because when you're in it, you don't, you don't see it, right? It's like a noise that, that plays for 20 fucking years. You don't hear anything after a while, right? Certainly, yeah. And so your mom not uh, wanting to have Rachel around – I'm I'm sure it has to do with this outside eye thing.
0: Yeah, no, and that, that has crossed my mind.
1: Her power over you will diminish, right, if you have a sympathetic witness, right?
0: I hope so. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah.
1: Because it is odd... I think if you're living with someone, and I know you guys have a close and great relationship, and this is in no way meant to, to, to diminish that, but uh, it, it is odd to, to go into the mom cave, make the decisions, and then it only comes out when you're angry a month later, right?
0: No, I don't, yeah, I don't, I didn't see it as odd.
1: Do you see it now as a bit secretive?
0: I, I see where it would have been helpful to share that. I, I guess I don't have any. I
2: tell you every stupid thing like
0: mom's going you. I know you would. Yeah. So I, I, have an exam. Yeah, Rachel's much more open about.
1: Well, but you you're trying to approach it from an argument from effect, right? Which is that it would have been helpful to talk about it. Yeah. But that's not the issue, right? What's the issue?
0: That I I didn't or I, I don't want to.
1: No, the issue is that it would have been honest to talk about it.
0: It would have been honest to talk about my
1: Well, if you anchor. if you if you leave if you leave Rachel with the impression that, you know, she, my mom's being a diva I'm not gonna give her a present. And then your mom gets mad at you. You feel guilty or you feel like you want to pacify her. And then you decide to go out and buy a present, right? Yes. And did you go out? You didn't order it online. You went out to buy a present?
0: I I sent her flowers.
1: You sent her flowers online? Is that right? Yep. Big honking mess of flowers, right? That's right. And um, how long between your mom getting mad at you and you sending the flowers was it? Okay, so for a week, you were kind of stewing on this decision about what to do with your mom's anger and your feelings about it and this and that, right?
0: Yes. Because I had met with her in New York City for Mother's Day. So all the birthdays, my birthday, her birthday, Mother's Day all happened within a couple of weeks of each other. So right. I thought that, you know, traveling there, you know, spending the time and money a whole weekend with her for Mother's Day and... My understanding from her was that was sort of a, you know, a nice bulk sort of gift for everything.
1: The gift of me, absolutely.
0: For Mother's Day and for birthdays, for both of our birthdays.
1: Right. I, and and I think you mentioned this when you and I talked for the first time uh, when you sent me the, um, the article about the guy uh, working with his hands. Yes. You, had, you had mentioned that you'd gone to New York to, to, to meet with your mom. Yes. And I knew that there was more to it, but obviously you didn't want to talk about it at that point. But um, but uh, so sorry, so Steph, you broke up there. Sure, uh, no problem. So you spent a week not talking about your thoughts and feelings about this issue with Rachel, right?
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't think I did. No.
1: You don't think you did spend a week?
0: No, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't talk with her about it. I I was just I I had at least one phone conversation with her where she was very with sorry with my mom where she was very disapproving and hurt that I had not sent her anything for her birthday a card or gift or anything and uh, that that pissed me off and I told Rachel. And uh, and yeah, then um, I just I, I sat on it for I'd say about a week, and then I I just paid up.
1: And then you didn't uh, tell him you'd sent the flowers until sometime after you'd sent them. Is that was that another week or two? Is that right?
0: It was definitely after I had sent them. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how long. It was a while. I guess it was a while after. So, Like how long? That was at least two or three weeks later. Two to three
1: weeks? Right. Right. And you see, though, that this is the same thing that was going on when you were seven or eight and not learning, right? Which is that your mother feels that you're doing something that is deficient and it's all your fault. Yes. Right? You're not learning, and it's sure as hell isn't because I'm not a good teacher, right? Yes. And you didn't send me flowers, and it sure as hell isn't because I'm not a good mother, right? Yes. And she isolates you from Rachel, even when you're living with Rachel. <laughs> right? Because you're on this planet, or you're on like the Mir space station... Sort of nodding and smiling at Rachel while thinking about your mom and not talking about it, right? Oh,
0: yes, yes.
1: It's called the fuglu. It's like an igloo but colder.
0: <laughs> That's sad,
1: right? And and I would just you know you you got to fight that. You I don't you don't have to do anything, but but it would be great if you were, it would fight that isolation thing that your mom isolates you from the people around you. Because the opposite of abuse is interaction, is intimacy, right? Yeah. The abusers, uh, and again, I'm using strong terms, and I don't know enough about your mom, but let's just use it for now. Abusers will always want to isolate you.
0: Right. No, I can totally see where if I had talked with Rachel in that week, I, I might have... I might not be talking about it now.
1: Right, and it doesn't matter whether you would have sent the flowers or not. It doesn't matter. The important thing is that it's so important for you, Ned, not to go back to this seven-year-old It's just you and your mom and there's no witnesses and there's no one who can help.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's a very good point.
1: Because the other thing, too, is that if you keep secrets from someone in your life, then Rachel is going to feel that she doesn't know if you're keeping a secret now, right?
0: Yes. Yes. It's still like, I know it was a secret and I know it was dishonest and it still feels like that's just what you do when it comes to your mom.
1: Right. That's what your mom wants you to do. And uh, it's time to stop obeying your mom, right? Yes, it is. And to deal with the fear, right? To not avoid the fear through compliance. Because this has been going on in your gene pool for a thousand years it could have been, right? And someone's going to stop it, and it's going to be you or it's going to be your kids. Now, if you stop it, you have a great relationship with Rachel or who, you know, whoever, right? And, and you have a great relationship with your kids. If your kids end up having to stop it, they'll defoo your ass, right?
0: Yeah, they will.
1: And I don't want that. I hate the defoo. I hate the defoo. And I know, I really do know and sympathize because I had years with my mom where it was just me and her. I didn't even have a dad for her to fight with. So I know, I really do understand that the Fuglu, right, where you're put in this little frozen thing and you can't talk to anyone, right? I really do understand that. But you do have to, I mean, you really do have to, if you're going to be in this relationship, this close relationship with Rachel, which I respect and, you know, this is great – you got to reach out from that isolated place with your mom, from that history, from that homeschooling place, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you will find strength in your communication with her, right? You cannot overcome the fear on your own, right? You cannot overcome in solitude problems that are created through solitude.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's absolutely what i've what i've realized i mean I've, I've tried many times to i guess start the defu process and just have fallen apart
1: yeah you can't do it alone i didn't do it alone i had a therapist christina didn't do it alone you can't do it alone you just can't and and there's it's it's like saying you know can can you lift up a car on your own it's like no unless you're on pcp which you know i don't recommend for a defu situation but um yeah you need to you need to forge those bonds the bonds with your mom are just guilt and obligation and history and crap but the 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 bonds that you're building with rachel are you know warm and vibrant and glowing and future-based and affectionate and honest and and you just got to cast off the dead ropes and and you go with the new life right
0: it's it's, uh, it's perfect I mean it's I hate <laughs> I hate having you know having this effect or interrupt our you know the great stuff that we our, our great
1: relationship and the great thing now is that after this hour and 20 minutes Ned you won't feel any, any desire for feedback from me for a, a long time <laughs> right so that's gonna be totally better that's gonna not miss that at all right like i can't believe i wanted feedback from this asshole now i gotta do all this shit right? i mean that's no good let's go back to talking about uh, 33 cents a day right
0: you and rachel are gonna be passing me back and forth
1: all right right <laughs> Okay, well, listen, you, you go talk, talk to your girlfriend. That, that's much more important. And, and if there, unless there's anything else you wanted to add now, that certainly, uh, I think, is enough to, to, to mull on.
0: No, thank you. Yes.
1: All right. I'll send you this recording and uh, have a listen if you can. Thanks, Steph. All right, man. And uh, good night to, to Rachel as well. I really appreciate you jumping in there.
3: Oh, thank you. Good night, Steph. Thanks.
1: Good night.